and we are live. Hello to all my guys, gals, and non-binary pals of audio podcast land, and welcome to another episode of Furusato, a Legend of the Five Rings actual play podcast. I am your storyteller for this amazing game, Mikey. You can follow me on my personal social medias at PopCultureGeek. You can also follow us collectively at D&D Vibe Tribe Production. Make sure to give us a like and follow to stay up to date on all the actual play podcasts and pop culture podcasts that we got going on. As always, I'm joined by my amazing uh, cast of characters, my young samurai, as I like to dub them. So we're going to go around, do some introductions. They'll plug any projects and socials they got, as well as who they are playing tonight. So, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, uh, Will, you shall be the first to go. Why are you always picking on me first? Because you're the first on my screen and because I love you. I love mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Hey everybody, I'm Will, or Halfling Wizard, where you can find me on various social medias under Halfling Wizard, or D&D Professor, or Death Drop Dice. Um, I will be playing Mio. Um, what am I doing? Uh, you can check me out on, uh, over at ADH Adventures on their Twitch channel, uh, where I am DMing two games for them and I'm playing in two games I don't even know anymore I really don't there's too much going on and yeah so that's me I'm here let's have a good time oh we're definitely gonna have a good time all right next person that is going to give us the little introduction is going to be Chris hello hello uh Chris here also known as Riku uh, you can find me on all of the social medias uh, as either Pupriku or Puppy Riku, depending on what app you're on. Uh, but here on the Vibe Tribe, you can find me on uh, Friday Night Fights. You can find me on uh, the Academy as your DM. But tonight I am playing Kaito Shiba of the Phoenix Clan. Um, and... Around by the time this is coming out, I probably would have started rehearsals for a show I'll be directing this coming spring in 2023. So excited to get back into that. Yes, we'd love to see our homies succeed here on the Vibe Tribe. (laughs) All right. To keep this introduction train rolling, the next person to grace us with their intro is Adolfo. Saludos programas and konnichiwa. I am Adolfo, the nerdy Puerto Rican. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at the nerdy Puerto Rican. Uh, in the really real world, uh, though by the time this comes out, it'll probably be done. But I will be performing with the Lords of Adventure at the North Dakota Renaissance Fair uh, in the middle of August, uh, August 13th, 14th, and 20th and 21st, uh, where I will be playing my character Diego de la Fiesta. Um... I do play other games here at the D&D Vibe Tribe, but in this game, I play the lovable Shodai Toketsukaze. Oh my goodness, I'd love to see it. All right, so we're going to mix things up a little bit. The next person to give their introduction is actually all the way from the other side of the world is going to be Mikel. Good evening. Or, yeah, it's good evening. Um, I'm Mikel. Um as my American friends say, uh, Mikael, if you're Swedish. Um, I am a uh, veteran role player of 12 years back, uh, and uh, I am playing the group uncle, also probably one of the youngest players. Um, I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> I love it. Alrighty, next person to give their introduction is going to be Josh. Hello, hello everybody. It is I, Josh. Uh, you also may know me on here as MG Preacher, as well as you could also find me on TikTok at MG Preacher. And if you want, you can go over to Instagram and follow me at MG Preacher Man. Um, and tonight, I will be playing Yakakana no Kaze of the Ikoma family of Lion Mm, I can't wait. I got some fun stuff planned for you. (laughs) Uh, 
And of course, last and certainly not least to round out our introduction is going to be the one and only Amador. Hello, beautiful people. It's Amador, uh, your no neighborhood normal guy. Um, I don't do much, but today I will be playing Caillou Daidoro, your favorite crab boy. Uh, we, we, we love the crab boy. In fact, I love all y'all characters. Tonight's going to be very fun. But before we jump straight into the action with introductions out of the way, let's get into a quick recap of what happened last time. So last time on Furusato. Uh, listen, there are moments in a DM's life where there are just certain things that your players do that make you so proud of them. And I was none more prouder of all the players as they continued day two of the Topaz Championship and just crushed it in just not even like barely pass, like okay pass. No, they crushed their opponents in <laughs> go and archery. So you guys were continuing with your tests. And in fact, pretty much everybody succeeded on go. You showcased your mental fortitude and prowess as all of you destroyed your opponents in that game, as well as destroyed and showing everyone up with your archery skills, which like a proud parent, I was like, <laughs> but no, I kid. Uh, it was a really awesome moment, but you guys continued with the Topaz Championship. You excelled at go. You excelled at archery. And towards the end of last time, you guys made your way back to the forest where a certain uh, unicorn boy had a mud bath during the obstacle course <laughs> where Approaching the forest, you guys ran into one of the other proctors as well as tr him trying to give an explanation as to what your next test was before the uh, giant noise of animals and all kinds of things have coming from the forest interrupting. So that is where we're going to pick up. So as I mentioned, as you guys are at this forest and your proctor, who is once again well, technically, he's supposed to be dressed up in the Crab Clan regalia, but you can see that he, it is not in the Vesta shape. It looks a little bit tattered. It looks ripped in some places. His hair is a total mess. But he's just out of breath. It is just like, yeah, so uh, <laughs> don't worry too much about the animal noises that are coming from the forest. We just released a couple of uh, animals into said forest for the test. As you can see, they weren't all too pleased, but uh, I'm still here in one piece, uh, barely. And uh, yeah, I'm here to give you your next next exam. As he kind of like is trying to fix his <laughs> regalia, it's like, <clears throat> yes, uh, trying to act all professional as he is. So neither do. You recognize this person immediately because you come from the same clan. You may not have a 100% relationship with this person, but you've heard about them around and about. So this is Hiruma Kagehiro of the Crab Clan, your proctor. And so just like the other Crab Clans, like he sees you, Daidro, and smiles at you a little bit. But then it's just like, oh, no, I got to be professional. <clears throat> As he kind of fixes himself a little bit, he looks at all the all of you guys as well as the rest of the competitors. It's like, right. So this is your last exam for the day or test, I should say. And we are going to be testing your hunting skills. So first, what you guys are going to do is you are going to once again pick a weapon of choice, obviously wooden because you guys aren't allowed to handle the actual weaponry yet and your goal is to make your way into the forest and to try to find the best game possible to bring back should you succeed in doing that you will pass if not then it will be marked as a failure now as such, for those of you who practice the art of Shugenja, we understand that the killing of life goes against a lot of your teachings. 
So you will alternatively go into the forest and find either a beautiful plant or a specific herb given on the list given to you in order for you to still be able to complete without having to dirty your hands of killing another animal. I will say this, though, as he turns to the crowd, you will need to keep alert. It's not just bunnies and deer in this forest, so you'll need to be quick on your feet as well as have that instinct to make split decisions when presented with danger. So each of you will be given a little bit of time to prepare, pick a weapon, do whatever that you need to do. And then in groups, you guys will be dismissed to go in the forest and see what you can find. Alrighty. So before we get to the test, you guys are given a little bit of time to prepare. Once again, there is a selection of wooden weapons for you. So that includes a spear. There's also if you choose to do a bow and arrow, there's a wooden sword. As well as different materials like burlap sacks, ropes, things like that, in case you need to. Assistance to carry whatever it is that you find in this forest back to uh, the proctor. So really quickly, does anybody need to prepare anything before we get into the gig? <laughs> is there any nets? Oh, yeah, there are definitely some nets. So basically anything that you can think of is like nets, ropes, burlap sacks, oh, okay. uh, that kind of stuff. There's also tarps if you need to as well. <laughs> mm. Okay. I'm not going to say, like, immediately, like, want to set something up, but I would want to take some of those, like, things that could help make, like, simple traps, perhaps. Oh, yeah, for sure. So you, you definitely can take those. <laughs> okay. I definitely want to do that. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Shodai, uh, out of his, um, kimono, which, um, is, it's not a, a one, it's, the kimono is a, uh, hodgepodge, uh, kimono, uh, where it, the base of it is a, a light, uh, purple. However, there are spots that you can definitely tell, uh, patches of, other material had been sewn on to fix to fix it um being of the uniform the the unicorn clan um you know they're really they they're not too concerned with niceties uh, of that of that type um but you do see that um on his person he does have it's about the size of a um it's about the size of a, of a wooden boken. However, uh, it looks more uh, more flat and um, kind of like a long oval coming to a a point. Uh, and on it is carved um, uh, on it is carved some interesting um, uh, uh, reliefs of. Um, something um shodai would uh kind of walk a few steps away from his friends uh and he would uh sit down uh cross-legged uh in in the grass and uh he is going to uh begin his commune with nature ritual uh where he is going to uh he's going to put his hands together and he's just gonna he's gonna st staple his fingers and he's gonna close his eyes and Bow, bow his head a little bit and um he'll start quietly uh chanting um oh four spirits oh four spirits um uh please please hear my prayer oh four spirits oh four spirits please hear my prayer sweet <laughs> i forget that you could commune with nature spirits like that it's a great thing <laughs> Alrighty, so you two are doing that. Does anyone else have anything that they need to prepare? Or even... Oh, go ahead, sorry. 
I think Ikigai is going to prepare lunch. <laughs> uh, Kaito um, is probably just looking over the different um, items at his disposal. And not in terms of selecting which one to use, but looking at them and looking at the different opportunities that he's going to have. Almost like mapping out the route in his head and how he's going to, uh, how he's going to, uh, accomplish his goal. Uh, one thing that he, uh, does do is, um, it's kind of weird. Like, he kind of is almost like meditating as he's going through the weapons, trying to almost feel out what the correct route would be. He ends up picking up a few tools um, to help him out. I guess you could say more from a distance. So things like uh, the the bolos, uh, nets, and things like that to where um, to where he can he can uh, subdue any um, enemies uh, pretty easily from from afar. Sweet. Alrighty. So, with that out of the way, as you guys finish your preparations and get what you need, you guys kind of just once again, just look at each other as you guys have all been paired in the same group to do what you need to do and will be released at the same time. So you. <laughs> so you five, along with Himiko and Hitoshi, you all seven of you line up, just give a kind of like good luck nod to each other and at the discretion of your proctor, he releases you seven into the forest and thus begins your hunting test. All right. So here's what I need from all of you. So once again, you guys pick the element, but the skill that I am going to require is a survival check. <laughs> so remember. You pick your element, you roll that many black dice for it, and then if you have any ranks in survival, you roll that amount of white dice. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. Give you guys some time to roll. Alrighty. So a survival check. <laughs> I'm looking at some faces. <laughs> Alrighty. So let's see how everyone did. So I'm just going to jump around. So let's actually start with Good old crab boy. <laughs> so, Daidoro, which element did you use? And then what was your results from it? So, um, for Daidoro, um, I'm actually kind of surprised. I rolled in the Ring of Earth um, because in the little, like, suggestion box for how Earth can be used and um, that's kind of certain skill it's used to produce things. So... I used that and I rolled a uh, I rolled two successes and one one of the successes is success with strife, but I know we're not really worrying about strife. So two successes in total. So two successes in total. So, yeah, you definitely passed. So, you know what, Daitro, I'm going to let you narrate. So now just as a remember, just for kind of as a note for everybody, remember, if your samurai is mostly weapon based, you guys are hunting animals. For those of you who practice Shugenja, following kind of like the mystic arts per se, your test is more looking for plants and herbs because Shugenja masters usually don't like to get their hands dirty when killing livestock. So just to keep that in mind, but Daidro, I'm gonna let you narrate your process, what animal you find, and then what you do to, you know, get it. <laughs> So, um, oh man, um, quick question. Is uh -huh. there, uh, what, what the success is, is there a, I guess more so a limit of like what I find? 
Do you know? Well, do you know what I mean? Like, no, I, I understand. So, given the fact that this is a forest area, a lot of it would be mostly like deer and hares and things like that. There may or may not, just because it's my world, there may or may not be some bigger animals like a bear or something like that. But okay. the typical animals you would find normally in a large forest area is probably where the realm of possibilities can go with. Okay. Um, hmm. So I'm going to I'm going to say that Daedal, um is kind of like is like finishing the last touches of his like of like his little dugout like he's kind of sitting and waiting um for something to come by and something eventually does and he went for a, a more range approach he went for a like bow and arrow and he's just waiting in the brush until he sees a uh deer um a nice like wow. a nice size like buck um not something too crazy probably won't be like super eye grabbing but it's it's reasonable it's it's what you can hunt the most with like a bow and arrow and he kind of lines his shot up holding his breath a bit and uh downs the the buck without much uh problem but simple simple quick uh unfortunately kill <laughs> you're just like <laughs> okay yeah so with that you're able to get the buck and you're able to carry it back to the proctor at the edge of the forest and you have passed so let's jump over to mio so what element did you use and then what was your result <laughs> and you're muted <laughs> like every time Dang. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. I chose water. Since I'm Shigenja and I'm looking for herbs and things of that nature. Um, and I didn't have anything in that survival. So I just rolled my two for water and I got a success and an explosive success. Hell yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what that is. Okay. The little star thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's what we got. Yes, that's definitely enough to pass. So same thing. So your method, what you find and, you know, just go with it. Okay. Um, he is definitely Mia's going out and he's looking for uh, healing herbs. Anything that he can use in like any type of healing, whether it's for tea or some sort of uh, salve or something. Um, but what he does is when he takes something from the forest, he gives something back. So whenever he would take herbs, he would something of his, something of his, he would replace it with just to sort of thank the spirits, uh, for letting him find these herbs and take them. And he basically pays for them with something personal. So whenever he finds these herbs, he will give something personal to the spirits in return. Oh, <laughs> I love that little nod. So as you kind of you find the herbs and you place it to kind of like a give and take, you just feel a warm spring breeze kind of just briefly blow through the area that you're in, kind of caressing your cheek a little bit as if the spirits acknowledging and accepting your gift and as a small token of a thank you before you make your way back with your herbs to the proctor for a pass. Everyone, this is great. All right, let's go to good old Kaito. So Kaito, my mans, what element did you use? And then what was the result? All right. So um, Kaito is actually using the void. Um. And he rolled two explosive successes and an opportunity. Ah, we love to see it. So, yeah, that's definitely enough to pass. So once again, go ahead, describe his methodology and then what he finds. So, um, 
while uh, Kaito did pick up those few weapons to help him out as he's looking for... Um, well, I actually start with what he is looking for. Um, he is... He is looking for some kind of flower or um, or plant that has a sense of beauty around it. Uh, some kind of aura, aura around it. Um, and as he's going through the forest to find it, he is staying to the shadows. He is staying out of sight as much as possible. The, the weapons he brought with him are more as a precautionary measure um, to not uh, not be seen. Um, in fact, his way of doing things is to not even leave a trace. So he's up in the trees. He is doing his best not to leave footprints or anything like that. And when he finds his flower and picks it, um, he picks it in a way to where it disturbs, it doesn't disturb the ground the most, it doesn't disturb the ground as much as possible, while also also what would allow the plant to continue to grow once replanted um, and cared for. Um, so yeah, that's uh, what he does to find his plant. So I'll add this little detail too. So as you come up to this flower, this flower is um, it has some very nice and like bright red petals with a kind of bundle of yellow kind of stems coming out from the middle of it. You know this flower to it's referred to as the Subaki flower, which is what, you know, in the culture of Japan, they call it the camellia flower that we call it in the United States. So this little red flower with yellow tendrils in it. And this actually is perfect for you because looking into the meaning of it, you know that the Subaki flower means humility and discretion. And it also can be described as a flower that means perfect love. So. That's a detail I had to give you because it's it's amazing. <laughs> it like I, I oh, couldn't yeah. I couldn't. But you just smile as you pick up this flower and you kind of just make sure that the earth is not as disturbed when you take from it. And yeah, you make your way back to the proctor with your Subaki flower and you pass. OK, uh, well, immediately when Kaito makes it back, he tries to find some loose dirt and a container to put the f and basically plant the plant back in. Oh, yeah, I'll say easy enough. You're able to one of the um, one of the house uh, maidens. They are able to get you this and kind of <laughs> they get you this a small little container to put the plant in so that you get it to. So now you have a potted plant, so. That's going to be fun. OK, so this is going to be a good one. <laughs> so let's go to Shodai. So Shodai, you needed to you were communing with the little nature spirit real quick. <laughs> yep. Uh, and uh, so I needed to do a, a TN1 theology check and uh, I rolled and got uh, three successes. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and so, yeah. So before, as the rest of your, well, actually, you make your way into the forest a tiny bit, but as the rest of your friends continue further and separate to whatever place in the forest they're going to, you kind of just find a nice little patch of dirt and you kind of just sit there and you start to commune with the spirits a little bit. And as you are eyes closed, communing with the spirits, you feel a slight little tug on your sleeve of your kimono. And so the Shodai opens, opens his eyes um, slowly and, and, and looks, uh, looks down at the tug. <laughs> so as you look down at to see what is tugging at your um, 
<laughs> sleeve, you see this little this little earth spirit. So its body is kind of like made up of pebbles and sand and rock and stuff like that. And then as you look up to its head, its head is like a nice smooth stone with perfectly circular eyes and a big circular mouth. Kind of just it kind of looks like the surprise emoji face, but it doesn't like the lips don't move or anything. It's just like that. And as it acknowledges you looking at down with it, like with this tiny little hand, it just waves at you. Um, so Shodai is going to, uh, shift his positioning and he's going to get, uh, he's going to get down on all fours, right? And he's going to squat down, uh, so he can get as much eye level with this little earth spirit as he can. Uh, and as he does, uh, he'll reach up into, uh, the sleeve of his kimono and he'll pull out one of his pocket onigiri and, and give it to the little earth spirit. And oh my God. I'm like, oh, thank you for... Thank you for hearing my prayer, little Earth Spirit. I am I'm so happy that, that you came. Um, I just have I have a question. And kind of it just it you just hear it just it you can understand it, but you hear its little noises is like da 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 as is like what's up? <laughs> Should I just be like you know he's gonna nod and he's gonna be like hi hi hi. Um, my question is. Are there any yummy mushrooms in the area that I can have permission to take? And Shoda is just going to kind of like, after he asked that question, he's just going to get even lower and he's just going to look at this earth spirit with like wide eyes and just like a, a, a look on his face like, I am listening all to you. <laughs> we love it. So you see this little earth spirit kind of like put its little hand as I, hmm. And it's just, just like tugs on your shoulder. Uh, I mean, tugs on your sleeve again. It's just like, wait, wait, like follow me. <laughs> okay, I will. Uh, I will follow uh, the little guy. Well, or the so, little spirit. The little spirit. I will follow the little spirit. So funny enough, as you are getting ready to follow it, you just see like the earth spirit kind of put its hands in the dirt, and a little tiny pebble comes up. <laughs> out of the ground and it kind of just floats there a little bit so the little spirit just gets on and sits on it kind of like a floating disc or some <laughs> Aww. and it begins to kind of like trek its way through the forest as you follow it after a few brief moments you come upon a clearing in the forest uh the sunlight is hitting it very nicely the shadows <laughs> are casting a nice silhouette of the treetops below it and smack dab in the middle of this clearing you see a basically a colony of mushrooms <laughs> kind of just perfectly right there as the little earth spear kind of just points over there for giving you permission to be like that's what you want <laughs> uh so should i will will uh we'll look at the earth well he'll get back that Get back down on all fours. He doesn't even like do it slow. He like just drops on all fours and he just looks at the little earth spirit with wide eyes. He's like, and I ha I have permission to take some to some of those. Da -da -da. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, um, and uh, should I uh, will will get up and he'll walk over and he'll gaze upon this colony of of mushrooms and uh a hand will come to his chin and uh, two fingers will will go onto his chin and he'd be like these mushrooms are so fine but which one is the finest the finest to make a fine soup because only the finest soup needs the finest of the finest mushrooms which one of these is the finest mushroom and shodai just sits and he like he ponders this, and as he ponders this, like, you see, like, an anime, the little, like, uh, you know, little clock watch, like, is around him, you know, and, like, maybe, like, the Earth Spirit's kind of, like, like, sitting there and, like, you know, starts to play a game or something like that, uh, to which finally Shodai will be like, that is the one, and he will, uh, go to the outskirts so as not to disturb, um, the, um, the, the mushroom 
uh, colony as much as he can, but he will he will find the the one that presents itself as the oldest and ready to be picked, uh, and he will pick said mushroom, uh, and he will say thank you mushrooms for this gift, and then he will again uh, go back to the little earth spirit, drop it all fours real quick, and be like thank you little earth spirit for this gift, and then. Uh, he uh, he'll get up and uh, start uh, plodding back uh, to the proctor. Okay, so as you say goodbye to the earth spirit, it kind of just gives you a bye bye, and kind of just sinks back into the dirt. <laughs> and then you make your way back to the proctor. So yeah, so you get to the proctor. He's kind of just sitting there. You present the mushrooms. Are you are you planning to eat this later? Most honorable Proctor, do you do you, do you not know what kind of mushroom that is? I don't, and I'm. I think you're gonna tell me, so go no. right ahead. <laughs> and his eyes get really big, and it's like that whole anime scene where everything like freezes, right? And then he just it, he goes into that that whole thing where he's like, "Well, this mushroom can be made for this soup, which will make you lose. And if and if you have this sickness, it will heal the sickness, but not before. It gives you this vitality, and what, and this is what it does. And you do this, and like, I, like out of nowhere, like a pot and and like a cooking fire show up, and he's like cooking this soup, right? And then like going through this whole spiel and then finally he, he stops and he's just holding the mushroom he's like that honorable proctor is what this mushroom is good for blink, blink. you just <laughs> oh my god I love it so as you finish your explanation like just comically you just see like smoke come out of the proctor's ears as he's like proctor exe has stopped working <laughs> as you overloaded his brain <laughs> Uh, yes, this is a whole total food wars moment, and I love it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So that just leaves last, but certainly not least, Yaka. So, Yaka, what element did you use? And then what were the results of your role? So I used uh, Earth element because in order to be a proficient hunter, you need to be one with nature. And so anyways, one roll I did really good. I got an explosive success. And second roll was good, but it fell out of my tray. I was going to be a douche canoe and go ahead and use it because it was a success. But I'm like, no, I got to be a good boy. So I rolled again. And I got another explosive success. Damn. Just damn. <laughs> I don't know why, but my dice have been doing so good these past few games. Ooh, this is going to be a very, very interesting. <laughs> this is going to be very interesting later. Hopefully the dice gods will bless you for tonight because, uh, I mean, physically failing to challenge is bad, but social, but failing social is, uh, is going to be interesting. But okay. emotional uh, damage. <laughs> I'm going to bring that anyways, regardless if you succeed or fail, but hopefully in a good way. <laughs> but anyways, so that is definitely a pass. So I want you to narrate uh, methodology and what you find to bring back to the proctor. OK, what kind of animals did you say was uh, roaming around these forests? Uh, so I know you said there was like rabbits and I think you said there's deer. By any chance, would there be any boar? Actually, actually, now that I think about it, boar would be a choice, too, because there are some forests that do have the little like cute little piggy boars. So, I mean, that is an option. Basically, any forest animal you can think of is a possibility. But the bigger ones, such as bears and like mountain lions and things like that might be a little hard. But yeah, boars, bears and deers. Oh, my are all available. <laughs> Okay, then this is what I want to do. For some reason, Yaka has been doing very well in his uh, past few tests. So it's got him really hyped up. So kind of like uh, Shodai going into his little anime spiel. Yaka is having basically a Rambo montage right now. 
like he is tying his hair back. He is tying the the sleeves of his uh, kimono, the the legs on the kimono, and he's covering himself with dirt and mud. And for if if you will let it, I'd like to. I don't know how long we have in the test, but I like to say that he just lies down and uh, and shrubs for a good while, and he's just lying there, just. His eyes are closed. He's slowing his breathing. He is doing nothing but listening and waiting. And then after uh, after a while, you can just hear kind of the, the clopping of hooves. And, and when the snorting gets close enough, Yaka just grips onto his, uh, his spear that he's taken. And with one sharp thrust, you just hear... Just one quick shriek and then a thud. And with the netting, I basically use some some large-ish limbs and make kind of like a sled so I can bring the whole boar back to the proctor. <laughs> nice. Very, very nice. Very nice. So, yeah, so... Um... Now, I will say this. So as you're wrapping up this boar and you're putting it on a um, the tarp to kind of makeshift sled this thing back from a distance, you see kind of walking not towards you, but kind of like off in the distance, you can see a, a big kind of I'm going to say black bear in this case, if I have my regions correct. Yeah, I'm going to say black bear. So you see a black bear kind of like off in the distance with its cub kind of just chilling and walking about playing with it. And for a brief moment, Yaka, you are filled with a sense of anxiousness and not necessarily panic. But it's like one of those moments where everything around you, the world kind of slows down a little bit as you're like pinpointing your focus onto this black bear and its cub. And in the back of your brain, you can feel the anxiousness because you remember the last time you encountered a black bear of this nature because some it didn't end very well for you and the rest of your peoples you were with when you were younger. And as that anxiousness kind of fills your body, you quickly wrap up the boar and you just hightail it out of there with the mama bear and the cub kind of just continuing to mind their own business. And you make your way back to the proctor uh, still feeling a little bit anxious, but you feel a little more calm now. And the proctor looks at the boar, is about to congratulate you, but sees the expression on your face. Are you all right, young one? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm well, proctor. Uh, I just, uh, I just got a little nervous. Um, I don't know, something just, just didn't feel right. Um. I, uh, when I was packing uh, packing this thing up, I just heard some uh, some rustling, and I, I was just worried that uh, maybe it was a uh, another larger predator uh, trying to uh, come in for an easy dinner, and I just didn't want to be on the menu. Okay, um, well, if you say so, then uh, I won't ask any more. But I am impressed with this boar, so congratulations, you have passed. Arigato. And with that, you kind of just make your way back to the rest of your group. So you five are waiting. Some time has passed is pa some time has passed by. And after what seems to be about an hour or two. All five of you kind of just see. Himiko come out of the um, <laughs> forest 
And you see that she has her bow kind of strung across her back. And you see that she is carried in her hand, like kind of like how they carry hunters carry uh, rabbits. So they tie it off at the feet and they're kind of just dangling there a little bit as she's carrying them. Not one, not two, but she has five of those little things. And she kind of just gently places it down to the proctor who gives her the signal that she has passed. She walks over to the five of you and kind of just for you, Mio, and for you, Kaito, she just flips her hair and just gives you easy. <laughs> He's so butch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Shodai is totally doing like the big saucer eye, like, and just looking at her and just being like, she's so cool. I know. <laughs> and she knows it too. She's like, I know. <laughs> uh, sorry, I, I love that. And then it's a few more hours as the sun begins to set just a tiny bit as the test is nearing its end. You guys still haven't seen Hitoshi come out. And as you prepare yourself to go in to find him, you see him come out just completely covered in mud. Uh, <laughs> He has a broken uh, spear in his hand, so he's carrying those pieces. But then over his back, you see him carrying a sack where he puts it in front of the proctor, opens it up, and there is a ginormous boar inside that thing. And before the proctor can even say anything and congr <laughs> congratulate him, he just walks away. He's just like, I need a bath. I need a bath. I need a bath. <laughs> and he and he tells she um, walks over, over to the rest of you. Uh-huh. Over where we're hanging out, is there like a pond or something or a stream? I will say that well, because you're on the edge of the forest, which is the closest to the academy itself. So there's not necessarily a pond. But I will say that there's like buckets of water, like big old bit, like basins that if you need to wash anything that you can. So I'll say that there's like a big basins of water surrounding. OK, because. As I'm washing uh, the mud off of me, I see uh, I already forgot what his name uh, Hitoshi walking by and I can. Hey, can I hear him saying I need a bath? I need a bath. Please say I can hear him saying this. Yeah, you, you can hear him say that he needs a bath. I grab a bucket and just whoosh. You just like, you just dump it on all, all over him? Yes. Oh my like, God. I throw the bucket of water on him. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. So yeah, so you just do so and he's just soaking wet and he looks at you. It's like the least you could have do is given me some soap. <laughs> does does that create mud? <laughs> hmm. Just because I want to see where it goes. Yes. <laughs> so while um while those two are, are having their interaction, uh Shodai kinda like inches in uh from off screen, just like inch, inch, inch. And then he'll he slowly like does this like wavy like ooh, and he will just lay down in the mud and be like, ah, <laughs> oh, I love it. It's great. I love when we have a running theme, a running gag. It's amazing. But yeah, so Hitoshi all soaking wet does chuckle a little bit. And with that being said, your proctor officially announces the end of the hunting exam. I DM speaking now. I am very proud of each of you. The dice gods were in your favor. You have all passed your hunting test. And that was uh, that was glorious. So as you all look around at each other, as well as the other participants to measure up, you can tell that the smiles are for those who pass. And the looks of dejection and disappointment for those who failed this exam. 
Your proctor kind of announces to you all. Congratulations to those of you who have passed your hunting exam. And for those of you who were unsuccessful, fear not, as failure is an opportunity to learn and grow. With the conclusion of your hunting exam, that marks the end of day two of the Topaz Championship. In addition, the, the, this marks the end of the preliminaries. The rest of the proctors will go over each and every one of your scores. And for those of you who have passed enough of the exams, we'll move on to day three tomorrow, which will be comprised of a few surprise one test. But we will find out what that exactly is tomorrow for those of you who have qualified for it. But as for tonight, you have a few hours to go ahead and get cleaned up. It is tradition here at the Topaz Championship that we have a banquet for all of you in the presence to celebrate the Topaz Championship, as well as for each of you to offer up a gift to the host of said Topaz Championship and just have an overall good time. So. You are dismissed to go ahead and get cleaned up, be dressed in your finest robes and kimonos, and make sure that you each bring your gifts to dinner as you will be presenting them to your host on behalf of your clan. My young fledglings, you are dismissed. And with that, all of you guys kind of make your way back to the main house. And... <laughs> From there, you guys are. Yeah. So you guys make start making your way back to the main house where. Like I said, you guys amazingly passed your test, so I'm proud of each and every one of you like my own children. Uh, uh, oh, my goodness. But good job, you guys. That was awesome. <laughs>